As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Mogul Squared Media. We create the content, you create the lifestyle. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash S&S. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I'm Seth in the sweats. I'm easy in the suits. You're now listening to Sweats and Suits Podcast. Now give me two claps and a Rick Flip. Welcome to another episode of Sweats and Suits Podcast. I am the man in the sweat, Seth, yeah. a.k.a. That nigga tired, fam. Mm. Okay. And with me is my partner. It's me, bitches. Oh, shit. Sorry, I was listening to Swiss Beats in the car. Getting your Swizzy on. But a.k.a. It's the baby daddy with the good hair. What up? A.k.a. Actively. Talk. A.k.a. Pool Housey. Mm-hmm. A.k.a. Uh, Mr. Long Pro with the backstroke. Mm. Moans. I'm like a disco. Yeah. Whenever you hear this podcast, hashtag the, the booty, booty hangout. I said the booty hangout. See what's on my mind. That booty. That booty. Don't, ooh, even, ooh. don't edit that. Just keep it. But <laughs> pause because there's two niggas in here. So it's not the booty hangout. But no, it's definitely the bougie. Not booty. Bougie. Right. I mean, cut your car off. Somebody blowing their horn outside. Very disrespectful. You sound like you got a cutlass outside. <laughs> no, that nigga sound like you. That's a cutlass that's, whore. That's a horn that I want you to come outside. Now, <laughs> I want your ass. It's a color that's not even like put together. It's just I want you to come outside right, goddamn now. <laughs> Ninety one cutlass. You know you blow the horn three times, real hard, dog. Watch if we go see him right now. I got this car to keep me humble. Uh, oh, my nigga, it's just the only car you got. It's okay. That that car definitely had like a steel body. That was not a plastic. <laughs> you ain't body. want a car note. Facts. I, That's funny as a bitch. I really don't want a car no more, bro. Yeah, that shit trash. I got rid of mine, so praise God. Uber, everywhere. Uber Eats. Everywhere. Man, I wish we had Uber Eats right now. I could go for a sandwich. The guy ain't ate. What if you was just a jump down, and the girl have you saved on her phone? It's Uber Eats. 
You might have the greatest nickname in the history of nicknames. <laughs> Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Because you going to eat just, Uber you, you specifically going to eat that thing. That's what you there for? That's what you about. Your swing game might be trash. But That's funny as a bitch. Uh, Girl, who coming over going here? What's going on? We ain't recorded in two weeks. I know, man. We've we been busy. <coughs> Yeah. No poor Dexter taking trips, flying. No, say Urban Mogul life. We doing good over here. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, flourishing. Nigga, poor Dexter went out of town, kind of threw a wrench in our plans, and we just didn't. Hey, really, man, I ain't mad at him. Take. We nope. ain't even really forced it to try to pick another date. We was like, look, we got. Hey, you and your wife go have fun, sir. Yeah, we had to host. have lots of raw sex. You on one today? Hey, man, I've been on one. I've been having a new look on life, man. I just been. Cause you can't control, you can't get mad at what shit that you can't control. So just, hey man, hey, throw, throw caution to the wind. Hey, live your what? life. I appreciate you coming with this energy, considering you know, that I'm tired. You know, you know. Hey man, shout out to the feedback that we got off of story time, cause I let them share some shit about my life by yeah, doing the podcast. Story and, time was funny as a bitch. Yeah, you know, uh, it takes it takes some guts to put you, put yourself out there. Also, shout out to Soccer Tour, our homie Venetia. Hey, if y'all miss if y'all missed the lituation ship, the lituation shit was dope. I was gonna say you missed some shit. I appreciate her for hiring us to host it. And she looked, she 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 called out to us, and that's the homie. You know he was gonna look out. Hey, had a great time. Met that met that damn Indian boy. Uh, he so goddamn country boy. You heard me. That nigga is New Orleans to the core. I asked him if he had tracks in his head. He looked at me crazy. Should have asked about the beard. Said, bro, some tracks. <laughs> I just came out to ask, like, hey, bro, them tracks. Yeah, what? Sure. Um, never mind, bro. Shout out to all the fellas that got up there with the courage and the confidence. Hey, real quick, if y'all listening to this right now, pause this, go to our IG page, Sweats Letter and Suits Podcast on IG, and just look at our video. By looking at the video, you can tell how lit it was. I danced on the cougar. Uh, I was really trying to get some money because she was the one that oh, spent the most money in there. That bread. She said she got cash she, for that ass. She said my money long, little girl. Uh, dude, talking to the talking to her as she was bidding. Damn man, uh, I like that aggressiveness, low lady. Literally, you know, you made my pants jump. Right, listen. So if you ever want to hire us to host an event, don't have your aunties or your mamas there. They might get twerked on. That's just why it happened. That's life. Um, if they want to dance, yeah, she, if they want to. She felt this meat factory they, in the back. If, if they want to dance with a fluffy fellow. <laughs> We, we we ain't gonna we ain't gonna turn them down. I consider but. myself bolder, but bolder, mm. hard. Pause. That was a bar. Yeah, but it's a pause. It's a plausible bar because there's niggas in here. But. Plausible. Bro. Hey, but hey, that old lady had a fat old ass though. No, she. I mean, I don't know if you should be talking about Nisha Auntie like that. Nisha, your auntie ass no, was plush. <laughs> plush. That's all I'm gonna say. It was plush. Oh uh, come on, fam. It wasn't soft. It was plush. Come on, fam. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Auntie Sherry, you know where I'm at. What else happened? So that was dope. Uh, thank, again, thank you, Phoenicia. Good juju. The lithuation shit. And, uh, Balls the, to fight cancer. Balls to fight cancer. Shout out to Afrik. Afrik. Uh, who was also a host. Shout out to Ashley. That big old boy. Uh, Ashley Danielle. Uh, man, I just DJ appreciate y'all. AG. DJ AG was in there. Um, shout out, like I said, all the, all the homies that went up there, man, had the courage to get on stage, got bearded on. Some of them dudes was letting their best that's flourishing, bro. So that it was dope to see dudes get on stage with that kind of confidence. Have that, that much fun. What was the highest bid of the night? Four, three fifty. Nah, it was three fifty or four. Nah, the, the cat with the bow tie went for like six. 
No, he was only he was the highest. No, because I was astonished that he went for that high. No, it was only like four. It stopped at four. I promise. I know for a fact none of them went over five hundred. It was four because remember we went. It was three. Like they, I think it went. Matter of fact, never mind. I, can, I got the people number. I'll check. All right, check. Check it out. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. But it was some high bids in that motherfucker. Um, and shout out to all the feedback we got from that. A lot of people showed us love, saying that they that they appreciated the way we hosted the show. I sweated um, my suit out. I see what you did there. Uh, uh, give, me I wore, the, give me a. I wore. <laughs> I wore sweats because. It was funny because everybody in there was like dressed to the T, and I'm just in there with sweats and the T on. Like, yeah, hey, how y'all doing? This is me. This is what you hired. Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> so it's literally sweats and suits in there. Yeah, we we lived up to our name that day. Um, Facts. But besides that, man, again, just shout out to everybody who gave the great feedback, saying that they enjoyed us hosting and that we brought great energy. And that's actually great practice for something that we can announce right now. We don't have a date yet because, the, you know, the dates have changed. But hey, right here, give me a big round of applause. Right give me a big round of applause here. Um, your boys, Sweats and Suits Podcast, have been booked to host a comedy show. For the, the next six months. To be- a year, possibly. Just, we, we're, we know six months for sure, but it might be the year. Um, the Meet Me Halfway comedy show. Uh Shout out to Scott and the Plug Podcast who have looked out, um, reached out, and made things happen with us, believed in us like a motherfucker uh, to host this show. So we'll be the opening for comedians. And these ain't just no backyard comedians. These some top-tier killers. This ain't your cousin, them, who just like thought they could do comedy so they're gonna do some amateur shit now these are comedians that have been on comedy central have netflix specials have been booked in in many places and there are some bigger possible comedians um we ain't gonna name drop drop, (laughs) but just wait to see what happens but there are two big names that could come from this which would be a really good look for 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 us you know what i'm saying Hey, we we don't know how we got this, but all we're going to say is God is working. <coughs> Absolutely. God um, is working. The meetings these past few weeks have been excellent. Um, we've worked towards a goal. Um, but, again, he saw the, they, they saw something in us that they wanted us to host it. So, like I said, once a month we will be the we will be opening for different comedians at the Meet Me Halfway Tour. It will be in Racine. The Meet Me Halfway um, Comedy route, Right off Route 20. Um, exit 333. Facts. Uh, we know all that information. Like I said, right now, the dates are just a little weary. But, again, stay tuned to Sweats and Suits Podcast, the group, the website. Anywhere Sweats and Suits are. And we're going to have all the announcements. We're going to try to uh, put everything out there. i try to get everything updated this weekend. And, man, just thank you all, man. This is nothing without y'all, nothing without our listenership, nothing without the people who supported us at every event we've thrown, um, at the Milwaukee Podcast Festival, everything. Um, without y'all, this is nothing. So I just want to thank y'all, man. Two claps and a Ric Flair for y'all. Woo! And damn, when when the last time we did one of them, a real good one because we you tripping, tripping. Nah, that's because you always holding the mic in your hand. You can't Yeah, fam, that's you. Well, your hands big enough to clap for the both. Nah, of that ain't got shit to do with shit. Yeah, goddamn. Your claps be paw 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 paw. Give me two paw paws on Ric Flair. <laughs> two paw paws. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. Um, but yeah, uh, the comedy series. Uh, the Meet Me Halfway comedy series show. Um, it's a twist on comedy, so every 
every show is going to have a different theme where the comedians have to try new material out about the theme of the show. And they would, they, this, you ever heard of like improv comedy? This is damn near the closest thing to it. Yeah, dead ass. I mean, because they have to pretty much almost come up with it on the spot. And, uh, you know, it'll give us a chance to get our chops up just being on stage and hosting different things, man. So I'm a drummer already chopped. Give me another poops right there. That's that's a that's a musician joke. Yeah, I didn't get it. Tim, when you hear this, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, we've also have another announcement coming for August. Um that again, we're gonna announce it soon. Uh we're working with some very dope people here in the city that uh reached out to us to host an event for them as well. More details coming on that for August. Um, the Sweats and Suits weekend was initially supposed to be July 20th. However, we might have to switch it due to some dates with the comedy show right now. That's kind of up in the air. But um, I'll say fuck it and I'm going to announce what it is. It, it feels good to say we're going to have to switch it due to uh, contractual obligations. obligations and shit, yeah. So, um, so, but with the Sweats and Suits weekend this year, I want to do tactical laser tag, uh, a trappy hour. Uh, with that, like after party appointments on Friday, and then Saturday I want to do a live show on pajama party. So those are the that's the announcement as far as what Sweats and Suits weekend. This is our second one. Last year, you know, we did the passion party and then the party appointments, which were both very dope, Bananas. very lit. Um, with this one, <clears throat> everything is to be announced um, as far as the dates. Again, tactical laser tag. I would like you know I'm going to make the event bright so. Nothing else will cost that weekend. I don't believe unless we do like you know maybe two dollars for the show. Just Everything, like I said, everything that we charge for, we're putting back into the brand, back into the podcast. So it's like really not nothing for our pockets. It's really just to try to help push our brand, push us forward, and put us in different places to help expand. And not just, you know what I'm saying, like, not just be stuck. Stay stagnant. Yeah, not stay stagnant. Um, so right now, it looks like for Tactical Laser Tag, the tickets will be between 25 and 30 bucks. Easy. So... And we're trying to give enough time for everybody to do it. Like, you know, hopefully give two checks worth of dates. Like four weeks. You know what I'm saying? And, y'all, we don't want to hear all that shit because y'all blow $25, $30 on McDonald's weed and liquor every week. Damn near. I know I do. Liquor. So, it's liquor, not McDonald's. McDonald's probably do. Yeah, I could spend 30 on liquor in a day. I could spend 30 on liquor in 36 seconds. That's a random ass number of seconds. I'm just saying, I, I <laughs> sometimes when I walk in the liquor store, there's no line and I know what I want. That makes sense. And speaking of that, where's my beer? You've lost two bets. Where's my shit, bro? Like you lost the you lost the Cleveland series because you betted on Thanos and he lost. You bet on most known unknowns, they lost. No offense to them because they put up a fight. So can I get my shit? Can I get my eight? Man, I thought you said I owe you some beer. So you do. Damn. Try to Jedi mind tricky. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You you owe me beer, nigga. <laughs> the Kentucky thought, Bourbon Ale. I thought you, I thought you, no, you some beer, man. The Kentucky Bourbon Ale. I would like my two. Can I get that this weekend? Hey, I want to bet, bet it back. Double it back. Ain't no better back, bro. I want my shit I first. Bet it back, bro. I want, my, I want my shit first, bro. There's nothing else to bet. Four on. packs of four packs. No. I want my two first. I'm betting four. Give me my two right now. Are you up two? I'm declining like, your you request. Have another bet until I get my first two beers. Man, get off that Killmonger shit. Nah, bro. bro. I'm declining oh, your man, request. All that challenge shit over, bro. All that challenge shit dead. <laughs> it's a new king. 
All right, bro, I got you. Yeah, bro, I need that Saturday. Saturday it is. Saturday. But we got a link anyway, so Saturday it is. Saturday it is, that's a fact. Um, I got you. Saturday for real, you look like, uh, like I had to, look, I had to double look at that nigga, bro. <laughs> you playing. Shit. Uh, but yeah, man, look out for more details on the Sweats and Suits weekend. From if you Kentucky. are interested and you hear this podcast, please feel free to inbox me. And I'll give you a lot. I'll give you the information earlier, um, about just the event brides and things of that nature. Um, we're actually waiting on the phone call right now. So if the phone call comes through from the from uh, Scott and the plug, then I might put him on air and let him drop the details of some of the dates and stuff for the um, comedy show. But again, right now, Sweats and Suits weekend two is ago. Um, it's gonna be a great time. I'm excited. I'm glad I ain't bet on that shit. What? The, the, what was what was the highest bid that night? What was it? I just got the numbers back. What was it? Four fifty. I told you. <laughs> this is what. This is exactly why I don't gamble. Nah, cause <laughs> you, get, you get excited and then <laughs> double it. You'd have been on me eight, eight packs. I go to church. And or I'm, four, I'm sorry, with four packs, bro. Yeah, bro, chill out, bro. Just give me, just run me my two packs, bro, and then. Damn, I would have been down four. Oh, that's what you was gonna bet on? Yeah. Oh, you old <laughs> dumb ass, dog. Uh, I'll be that one motherfucker. Bet the house. Wow. I'll be Seth, I need uh, a bro, can I get a, I need a can couch. I, can I get another bet? Can I get another bet? Come on, man. I need to sleep somewhere, nigga. Come I don't bet the house. <laughs> I don't bet the house. Oh, shit. So, man, I kind of want to jump into a topic that, I mean, I guess it's probably going to be very, very popular this week. Um, the death of um, XSX Tentacion. Or temptation, like my niece told me that it was XXX temptation. I don't think that. I thought it was tentacion, but whatever. I might be tripping. I called him extension. Um, died at twenty years old. Like that's kind of crazy. And then another rapper in Pittsburgh, Jimmy Wapo, got killed like the same day. Like I don't. When okay, so we all know. You know what I'm saying? Like this is gonna. But sound, George Zimmerman is still walking around. Yeah, I hate that statement though. But it's factual. It is, but I mean, Zimmerman ain't out here. You know what I'm saying? People see X moving like he's very personal with his fans, and he probably th- sought people to be fans, and somebody took advantage of that. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Never really, never heard his music. I probably heard someone from him that <laughs> knows him. But the only way I kind of interacted with him was from, I think it was like a Breakfast Club interview or some type of interview when he was getting released uh-huh. from jail. And he was just talking mad shit. I think. And that kind of turned me off to him. So I was just like. I mean, he was young. I mean, I think he was at a point where he was trying to change his life. But he was only 20, right? But don't you think that always that always happens sometimes? Like when, when people are going so hard for the negative, negative, negative. Then they have some type of turning point in their life and they're trying to push number positive and better themselves. Malcolm X dying abruptly. Malcolm X. Like that's that's crazy. <laughs> like how that happens all I won't say it happens all the time, but it happens more often than not. But the narrative, like what's bothering me about everything is that I've seen people say, Well, you know, fam had it coming or karma or That's what I said. And, and well, this is just based off of one video that I seen of him. When he was just talking mad shit, like he'll whoop this dude ass, shoot him, blow this up. I was just like, I mean, right. I don't see that because how many people talk that shit? If that's the case, I mean, shit, Takashi Six Nine should be dead three times right now. That guy. 
So I mean, you look and at it. I only it, know him off of the Chief Keep shit. I know, I know Triple X. The first time I like one of the first things I heard from him was, I can't even remember the name of the fucking song, but he did a music. Did video. he rap or did he sing? He rapped, but he was like, you know, he's that hybrid nigga, like you know the, all the new rappers and shit. But he, he did a music video where he had a little black boy hanging a white kid. Mm-hmm. And like it was like mad reaction videos to it. The song was actually decent. Like he had a message to it. Yeah, it was, the video was just super controversial. And you could tell he had a message and he wanted he had something to say. But I was like, man, what I'm thinking about is like think of you at 20 and think of you at 18. Right. How you like, you know, people are young mm-hmm. and dumb. I don't think that's uh- that's not that big of an age difference, but I can see I see where you're going. With. I'm saying he was 20 years old. Right. I was just saying between 18 and 20, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he was 18 or 19 when he dropped the music video, or 18 when he was getting out of jail. It's not that much of an age difference, what, what but was he from? what a difference a year can make. I think he was New Orleans. I thought he was from like overseas or some shit. Or, or Florida. I don't know, because somebody was acting like he got shot in his backyard, like he was from down there uh-huh. in Florida. Um. But this is just a testament to me and sometimes my ignorance of by judging a book by its cover off of just looking at him and that one video that I had one one video interaction of him. Then when he when he you know got murdered, I see everybody going out, you know, saying all this positive shit about him, his music and his message that he was having. So I'm like <laughs> kinda made me want to dig a little bit deeper into what he was doing. I guess it brought me to the question like, you're thirty one, I'm thirty one. Who were you at twenty? Like if you died, if two thousand seven, yeah, if you died at twenty, what do you think people would have remembered you for, or like, what could your legacy have been? Is that scared? No. Oh, like twenty years old, you die. That's a hard hitting ass question you just asked me. Like what is like? But who, I'm, I'm who, thinking. I'm, I'm I'm really thinking right now. At 20, I was I was really my legacy wouldn't have been much, and that's that's sad to say, because I would have been known as being a good friend, yeah, a good a good son, a brother, yeah, a talented person, yeah, made you laugh, this that and the third, probably it. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like this young man has such a. Like people have such a heavy opinion of dude, whether it, <clears throat> and most of it, most of it being his negative, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's like I feel like I think about the question like, who was I at 20? Like I was, you know, I was back from Jackson State. I really had stopped college. I wasn't thinking about school. I was just thinking about working. Like, how would I have been remembered? It's just a funny nigga who was decent at football. Like, yeah, that's when you really sit down and think about what you're gonna be remembered for. And that's that, that's, that's so scary. That's crazy. That's scary to it, I think it's scary to me and even having a conversation with my wife like the other day me and her had a very serious conversation and she brought up like she felt like that I had a need to be remembered for more than just being Seth. Yeah. Like but even thinking about it now or like I mean I'm sorry, right. more than just a husband and father, I want to leave something more. And I have a drive to want to be to leave something more, and sometimes that blinds me to some shit. I get it. She was like, "But you've always done something. Think about Seth on sports. Think about this. You know what I'm saying? You've tried this or you've tried that, and it's like you want to do. Like it's like you want to be thought. You know, remember for more than just being 
just like that dude said. You want to have a long lasting legacy and be spoken in a light to where you are spoken into trans transcending other shit. Yeah. And I and I'm I'm the same way now. <laughs> like comparing myself to twenty year old me to now, I have a lot more to be said about me now. Which oh, is absolutely. Because it shows that I made a hell of a lot of progress. But back then, just rush twenty, I was really just out going to college, partying, and working. So in death, do a lot of people like besides the people that is done too. Do we forgive people in death, like? Yes, he, you know, he had just been brought up on charges for like a domestic situation, which he addressed and said, that, "Hey, I'm young. Um, a lot of stuff going on. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse, but at the same time, I, it's not an excuse to somebody who's the same age as him, but to somebody who has lived the life and who has changed. That's a huge excuse. Because at 31, I can I can blame a lot of the shit that I was doing at 22 to young shit. To be what is what is really young shit." Okay, like you, you. Okay, you know right hold on, from wait. Wrong to begin you with. you know right from wrong, but as being at okay, we knew right from wrong when we went and done plenty of dumb shit, but we did it because we was young and we felt like our pride. Your pride is a lot bigger. I think when you're younger, your ego is a lot bigger when you're younger. Nothing. Life hasn't humbled you yet. Or is it the fact that you can do this, do this shit, and get a get a forgiveness card later? No, I still. It's kind of like doing some do come in the crime when you're young, knowing you really ain't gonna get tried like that. No, because I mean, Cause shit, you could still get. I mean, minors nine days. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like back then. I don't was coming up. I don't think that ever played into my mind. I just think it was always getting caught can't happen to me. I had that kind of ego. So and pride. having a feeling of getting away with. it. Yeah, having a feeling of like how many times yeah. that like as a kid or as younger like you do some dumb shit like. Oh, I'm gonna make this ramp out of this wooden block and this brick, and I really think it's a great ramp until I bust my shit on the motherfucker. You get what I'm saying? Like you build shit badly and think that it's a great idea because you built it with your hands. That's young people shit. That's shit that you have a sense of invincibility. I think the younger you are, you have you do have that sense of that can't happen to me. Or I st- like you said, I got time. I keep on living. If this one mistake ain't gonna break me, I think that that's what I mean by to an older person. It's easy for an older person to say, "Well, that's just some young people shit." But when you're young, you can't use that as an excuse. I'll be like young people shit, like like niggas in college just going out, just partying, wild, drinking, doing all experience, experience, okay, experience in life. That's still young nigga shit. Cause ain't no way you should be thirty two, <clears throat> trying to go to college parties. That, that's fair as fuck. Unless you're going as the old head, you, be, you better go as an advisor, as an advisor, alumnus, or your your help the alumni. You got something. a big ass alumni tag on your shit. I don't want you going in there paying talking about going yeah. Let me get the Greek <laughs> discount. The Greek discount. No, I still need that Greek discount though. <laughs> fuck, fuck, but fuck. I'm saying that kind of shit. Can be like young, like young people shit, fam. Like I understand that in saying that while you're 21, like when I'm 21, I can't say, "Oh, I did that because I was young." Because somebody gonna say, "You know right from wrong." But then when you're 32, you can look back and say, "Nigga, I was young and dumb." Before before we get too far off the narrative, I see what you're saying. So certain activities delegate to certain type of ages to classify. This is 
some shit you should do when you're this age. Not but you what, should do, but if you're going to do it, it happens, at, this, it happens at, that at that age. But what we're saying is just because you're this age, you know, and it depending on how the severity of the situation shouldn't be an excuse to blame it on just being some young shit. Right. And I, I guess like like I said, he had you know, he had he had his issues, mm-hmm. but he was still a person. You right. know what I'm saying? Nobody's perfect. So how can like it it was kind of sickening to me to see motherfuckers like, well, he got what he deserved or Nobody ever deserves death. And the, the, and, the, and way, that I think you, that's my main the thing. The way you die like It's that. like this young man, yes, he has some controversial shit happening around him. Despite all of that, because even when I said RIP to him on the page, I said despite all the controversial things around him, despite what the rumors were, despite what people said about him, fam, he was a 20-year-old man who died way too early. And still had a lot of life to live. Had man. a lot of life to live. Like, I always think about what people could grow into, like when these kids are getting killed, when he, 19-year-olds are getting killed, 20-year-olds are getting killed. Like, yeah, okay, even the ones that are in the streets, you never know what they can do and change at 25. Facts. You never know what they can do and change at 27. You never know what they can do at 30 years old that'll change their life around. They can have a very life-changing experience or just come up with something. They could be so great for an area or a community, and to strip that person away, you might put that area and that community through a lot more pain. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of see how many fans and stuff he's gotten. A lot of things that they did, um, and and I want to talk like kind of about the stuff that kind of happened around the death too. But just the RIP to him, man. Like overall, I think it's kind of sick to talk about somebody who passed that young and to say shit like they deserved it or karma or like. But karma shouldn't come back in. De- like I, I would never pray that karma comes back in death. Right. And I think that's people just just being like I said, just ignorance, <coughs> just looking at it for what he is on the glass slate. On the surface, they 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 not a they, they wasn't around that man every day. I mean, because I even saw I saw a lot of the videos where he talked about it, like he had an eerie video before he died, like hours before he died, or I want to say like within the last the day before he passed, where he was like, if some shit happened to me, like on some Tupac shit, mm-hmm. like and not, I'm not comparing them. But you remember how when Tupac died, the Seven Day Theory, and like he was always claiming that death was coming from for him. Dude kind of had the similar kind of like message where it was like, man, even if some tragic happened to me, where they come and kill me, I just hope my message lives on. Like I want to tell all the and he always like a lot of the shit that I can honestly say he was always selling kids. He was always like at different events, and he was a huge advocate for mental health. And people underestimate the the power that's within your tongue. Pause. But the power that's within your tongue, the way you talk up certain shit and put shit into the universe, that shit eventually comes around. Sometimes the most broken people have the greatest messages. Facts. And I do feel like he was a broken individual because there was a lot of reaching out in his music where he wanted, like he said a lot of shit, like I just want to be loved. I want somebody to care for me and genuinely care for me. Like that's a reach out. That is a disturbed person who... But look at the you get what look, I'm saying. But look at the process of being broken, though. Explain. What do you mean? So being broken brings experience. Okay. So in order to be broken, you was once whole, right? Let's say I have a vase. This vase is whole. I think when you're born, you're whole. You say that. Okay. I get right? what you're saying. The more that you go through being whole, eventually you might get you got, might get nicked on. You might get hit. Might get tipped. Eventually, like you that. might fall down on the floor and break. I feel that. Right. Okay. So now you're broken. You want somebody to put you back together. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. 
So now that you've been putting put back together, you wouldn't being put back together with different experiences in order to make yourself whole again. I get that. But I mean, at twenty, can you honestly say that he had a chance to really be whole? No. At twenty like at twenty, but, like you but, can't legally even go buy liquor. You can't legally but, get a rental car. Uh, right. And we're looking at that just based on everyday experience. But like I said, we weren't around them every day. So, True. So we really we really can't say. But I will say from what, what what we're talking about right now, like I said, I didn't I didn't really know the ins and outs of them because I really wasn't following like that. But what you're saying is, it's not like he already took that dive on the floor and he was trying to get been put back together. Again. I think I think there was like I said I think there was positivity in his message and I still but I still don't think he was, you know, he wasn't healed. Like you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. his ex girl like I know his ex girlfriend had like pressed charges on him about something. I want to say it was physical abuse, which is wrong. You know what I'm saying. Um, I want to say he did kind of come out and talk about it or whatever. But, you know, that just happened not long ago. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also around, you know, the times within the last year, he's done mental health, um, like, seminars. He's done, you know, he showed up. He's all, like, you saw a lot of videos where he was, like, really up close and personal with his fans. Mm-hmm. Talked about how he wished he could reach every one of his fans and talk to them. Talk about how they mean so much to him because they, he feels like that's genuine love. Mm-hmm. And when you got to reach to, like, Fans for genuine love, or you know what I'm saying? Like, think about that statement. Think about how wild that statement is. Like, imagine never having nobody that close to you to love you like that. That to when you get popular, you like you, these strangers mean love mean more to you than your own family. That's wild. That's why I was really thinking, like, when you talking about the domestic shit with his family, like what. Was his upbringing? I don't like. know. I don't know that part of his story, and I, you know, what I'm saying or I probably could have lash out like that. <clears throat> like I said, I'm speaking on it from the ignorance of his upbringing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going by media and what I seen from him. Okay. And then, like, like it just made me start to think. Like, at 20 years old, fam, you're so different. Like, you're so different. And sometimes, what a difference a year makes. How many times you seen your little cousin at 13? You see him again, and it's only he's 14 and a half. And you're like, what the fuck happened to you? Like, that big of a change happened. Yeah. Like, it's a huge jump from eighth grade to ninth grade. Like, I had an experience like that when I was at a bar. Not, it was like a couple months ago. Where, you know, one of, my, one of our close friends came up to me like, hey, what up, man? You know, you used to be like this back in the day, knocking them shots back, being the life of the party, this, that, and I'm like, shit, nigga, I'm matured. Like, I like, I can't do that shit. It's not because I can't do it no more. You just choose I, not to. I choose not to do it. Either. Right. And I mean, that's, which is fair. It's, it's just it's part of evolution. You just evolve. Right. You want to be, be on other shit. I don't know. I I, I always like, look at. I don't drink regular nigga liquor no more, my God. True. <laughs> Glenn Levin, my God. Yeah, like, I mean, it's. It's amazing to to say shit like, well, he was 20. You know what I'm saying? Like, I started to think about, like, if we had lost some of the people in our life when, when they were 20. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, never got a chance to, you don't get a chance to see what this person was going to turn into. And the possibilities. Like, Tupac and Biggie were what, 23, 22 when they 24, died? 24, 25-ish? So, I know they was early 20s. like 24, 26. Yeah. Ain't, they ain't lived past 26. They wasn't old at all. So like imagine the message that Tupac was like spitting for a long time. You know why though? Because back then we they read a lot of books. I don't know. I 
I mean, yeah. I think we're more privy to information now. Like, cause that's another thing I want to talk about. You know what? I wait. I I wait till we come back from that. But I think we're more privy to information now than we ever were. The excuse that you can't do something is bullshit now. Hell yeah, ain't no more excuse for that. Nigga, YouTube teaches you how to do everything. Um, online books, online articles. We're way more privy to information than we ever been in. In I think in in the time at life. And sometimes that's sometimes I think of it that too is too much. But it's like all, I said, it's all on how you choose to receive the information or what you and how you apply it. Like you can learn something, but it, it still takes at the end of the day it takes application. How you apply what you learn. True. So like like you said, the to just be content and saying that you you ain't got a way to make it is bullshit. Facts. I mean, let's take a quick break, man. When I come when we come back, man, I want to um I'm gonna go live. I want to talk about. I want to I want to ask some questions to the live. But again, man, RIP to this uh, the young man. Like I said dead at twenty. Um, never didn't really get to fully live out what his dream and goal wanted like was. I just hope that at some point people can remember him for the good messages. Or what he was trying to do. It's like when, like, uh, that's a fucked up analogy. But it's like when somebody passes away, I choose to look for the memories that are going to help society going forward mm-hmm. versus looking for the bullshit. Man, because people be so quick to just cast on because other motherfucking cast on. And you feel like you're going to cast a song to make you feel better. Like, right. that's not valid at all. Well, again, like I said, commercial me, please. All right, man. Chit, chit. It's your boy, First Rio, a.k.a. Chino Chino, y'all. Man, you know already know what it is. It's your boy, Bad Rio, a.k.a. Cardiac 911, y'all. And we are, I said it, we are. Two Rios in the pot. Two, 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 two. Y'all make two, sure y'all two. catch us every single Wednesday on the Urban Mobile Life Network. Back and forth. Back and forth. Apple Podcast. iHeartRadio. That's the new, 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 new. Okay, okay, okay. Player.fm. Google Play. Stitcher. I think that's it. I think that's it, right? Well, yeah. Just make sure y'all catch us every Wednesday, man. We out here, and we gonna stay out here until we can't be out here no more. FB. Two Reels in the Podcast Group. Get familiar, get lost, man. IG. Two Reels in the Pod. Already. Twitter. Little Broke Podcast. Catch all the social media platforms. Just come find us, goddammit. Come find us. You already know what it is, and I go. Cheer, cheer. And we are back from commercial break. Definitely take heed to the commercials that we have. We just not putting them in there, so please go check <laughs> that out. You know? I uh we go yeah, we and please stay stay tuned to the end of the show, or you know what I'm saying. Actually, you know what? Let me drop it now. Bro. Hey, I'm about to man. Let me go live first, bro. Drop it. Yeah. Let me go live first. Yeah. Oh, let me go. Live. <laughs> um, I, that, so I hope you playing some music because I know it got silent because I was trying to concentrate. I'm still a dumb jock, so when I type, sometimes I go slow. The, shout out to Sam from uh, What Do You Need a Gym For? My trainer. Him and kicking my ass, man. Oh, and go to um, Sweats and Suits podcast uh, on uh, Facebook, man. To check out uh, the skit that I dropped with uh, with Sam, which was pretty dope. 
Um, find us on YouTube. Type in Sweats and Suits Podcast. We'll pop up. What's good, motherfuckers? Man, I'm we over back. here talking about your ass. I'm like, how the fuck I go live on IG? We back in this bitch. <laughs> um, it says I can invite friends now. Like, they trying to add shit to it. Um, so I'm just going to send some invites out to some people. And let's just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Let's send some invites out to everybody who, who I think would be a dope contributor to this conversation. Um, yeah, we in here. We yeah, in here. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, what's good, people? Yeah, flourishing. Um, shit. Flourishing, man. We back. Mm-hmm. And we just got some great Pause news. for the lips, though. We just got some great news. Uh, during the break, like, you know, we came back. We just coming back from break with this. July 27th is the date of the first comedy show where we, Sports and Suits Podcast, will be hosting in the race. It's the Meet Me Halfway show. Uh, the comedy series show is going to be a great time. Shout out to the plug. Shout out to Scott. But we are the hosts. We will be hosting for the next six months um, at the same location except for two months. So stay tuned for those. We're waiting on the final day. Location for those. The final, yeah, the final location for those. But it could be at some pretty well-known places. So Stay tuned, man. Thank y'all for supporting us again. Like, this is I, huge ass news. This is actually dope ass news. We've been waiting to talk about this for so long, man. Um, the fact that we were reached out to 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 host thing, you know, host a, something like this, really means a lot to us. Um, can't thank them enough for just having us be a part of it. Uh, yeah. So that shit dope, man. That shit dope. First, what you got first to say day, about you know, July twenty seventh. And I think we're gonna do some ticket giveaways too. We're gonna do some yeah, ticket giveaways. Yeah, we gotta definitely gotta do some ticket giveaways. So we're gonna we're gonna devise that plan and figure that out. But uh-huh. July twenty seventh, meet me halfway comedy series. Hosted by your boy Sweats and Suits Podcast, man. Yo, when we tell y'all these ain't no half ass comedians. Nah, nah. It's I, coming up here. We said this in the you know, before we actually went live. Like I said, a lot of these comedians that have been on Comedy Central, have been have their own Netflix specials or are booked all around the world. So for us to share the stage with them, we got an opportunity to really, really show what we're made of as hosts as well as, you know, I guess talent. You know what I'm saying? And give people what they want and hoping this really expands us to a different market. Been waiting for somebody to give me a movie role. Big facts. I'm man. more than just pizza guy number two. <laughs> I'm more than just security. <laughs> yeah, like security number one. But yeah, man, uh, thank y'all. I don't think this is nothing without y'all, man. Like Shay Barbie, what dead up? Deadass, deadass people, man. Like y'all have been very supportive, so Again, man, July 27th, that's the first date. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to kill the stage and tear the shit down. Um, man, we need an automated two claps on the ring for it. Nah, bro. Nah, fuck that. I, I like our shit to be. You know what? Maybe drop one. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Uh, nah, but I guess to get back to the topic, um, before this we were talking about, you know, the Triple X Tentacion cat, you know, who passed, so RIP to him, but. It was like a lot of shit that happened around his death mm-hmm. that kind of made me ask the question, like, are we way too intrusive now? You know what I'm saying? Love. Appreciate everybody showing love, man. Um, Ashley, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Dewan said, <laughs> Juan said, bottles on E. Uh, sh- thanks, Isaiah, man. What up, Tasha? Lil' Cuz, appreciate you. Jessica, good looking, man. Um, are we too intrusive nowadays? Like, you can't die without a camera in your face. Man, intrusive C. Is that is that a word? Intrusive? Intrusive C? No. 
Put that on an, uh, on another list of Swazis made up words. What up, Jacqueline? What up, Marcelle? Somebody said, "Pull up, E, Jessica." Um, are we too intrusive? Yeah, we actually are too intrusive. Like you can't do shit without a camera in your face. Like I think about how much shit that might have gone down with our artists or our favorite, you know, actors and shit. If social media was around then, but like I saw like. Like, somebody was so quick to pull out their camera, like, oh, XXX dead. Like, but the thing about being intrusive is you only capture what's there now and you don't get the whole backstory or the whole story of what's going on. I mean, because you do it just to sell it to TMZ. Like, is TMZ the problem? Like, knowing, like, or is it the problem of the, the tabloids who want to buy the picture? Uh, you, or? you just took it out of my mouth, pause. Uh, but t- TMZ is today's tabloids, but the only thing is you can see it now. Right. Instead of just going to go into the store, grocery store, grocery store, getting right. in the checkout line to get it. Tabloids are becoming very, like, way more valid. I would guess. You know what I'm saying? Or the, the trash uh, sites you would consider. Shout out to Michelle. She says, "Yes, it's like people have to document everything and put it on social media." Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I don't, I hate that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how many times you done, you know, logged on and it's just a picture of a dead body. It's like, why do you feel like you have to pull the or camera Or even out? that, or, like, you show niggas getting beat up, or motherfuckers. Even though some of the shit do be funny, but some of the shit be downright dis- disturbing as it's well. It's disrespectful and disturbing. Um, DSOG, my man Thomas said, it's self-fulfilling prophecy. Donovan mm. said, Facebook is the new tabloids. Really? I mean, that's where you get a lot of this shit from. You mm. lo- As soon as you click Facebook, the biggest story that's going on in the world... Or the biggest rumor is the first thing to pop up. It's the new news central. Which right. Um, Juan said, I think it, that's the price of fame. As sad as that is, in combination of this wave of social media we live in. Ebony said some stuff be too much. Like, it was so many stories about Triple X dying. Yep, Donovan Wright. And I, I, look at, I look at situations where it's like it gives everybody a chance to put their input on some shit without getting the story. Because how many stories did you hear around dude death like? He not really dead. Um, yeah, I actually shared one, and what I thought he, and that's my dumb ass not checking the facts. But yeah, I did share one that said like, man, y'all thought I was dead this time and the third. Yeah, but that was from years ago. Was a old ass video because he did a video of him hanging himself. Yeah, like so that like I that was from that. Um, hold on, we got some more. Comments. We got Shay Barbie saying it's it's disrespectful what millions of people share it. Mm-hmm. Then when it's so disrespectful, it's so sad that people share it. Yeah. I mean, because everybody want to be the first one with the T. But why, though? That's Because it, you're the popular one then. If you're the one who know it and the first one who know it, it makes you popular. So, so, look, at the, so look at the outlier or the, or, or the subliminal in that. So you want to get famous. You want to be that famous. Quick famous. You want to be that famous. It's all about going viral. It just, people just want to go viral just to say they're going just viral. Just to say they're going viral. Hold on. Uh, Sheena, what up, Sheena? She says, everybody is the problem, even in schools. Middle school students are always recording. God forbid you raise your voice. The parents want to come in. It's just ridiculous. And she's a teacher. Mm-hmm. People are so busy recording, they forget to live their lives. It's sad. Jacqueline says, I think we're, we've become desensitized and are at times unable to separate entertainment from reality. Uh, Michelle said, people look for likes, validation, and internet fame. It's all for the likes. Because if you can get all the likes... Like think I about like what she. I like the go ahead because I'm, I'm gonna touch on something. She I said. think the first like because if you're the first one with it, right? 
you're the popular one, right? Right. Because you're going to get all the likes. You're going to get all the comments. Like, oh, my God. You're going to get all the shares on your shit. So for that day, you are internet famous. Mm. And then your page is blown up from it. Now, let's say what you share wasn't true. It's false fame. You know what I'm saying? People are going to be on your shit saying that it ain't real. But it's too late. Because now you done already got more followers. You done already got more views. You done already got more, you know, situations. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you know what I'm saying? There's more people in here. What up, Dinah? What up, Keys? You know what I'm saying? Kendall done popped in. Um, Donovan said, yeah, I don't watch videos or look at pics of dead people. I can't even. He said, I can't seen it way too. He said, I can't. He's seen it way too much. But you remember, do y'all remember the old website? Uh, what was it? Um, Rotten something. Damn, RottenSomething.com where they had like pictures of like. Tupac's yeah, yeah, autopsy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Motherfuckers was going to that den. And that was before social media took off. That was just a website. Right. Um, Al said, it's our own fault. People want to be in the know in other people's lives, celebs, and regular people. Um, Thomas said, validation is a drug. Drugs can cure disease or cause heartache. But that's the thing. People want to feel so validated by certain shit. Like, uh-huh. you, you got you to gotta know and have so much self... Uh, I won't say self-respect, but you got to know within yourself that's what makes you valid. You got to know thyself. But think about it. Most of the times that people do this are the lame cats who don't have nothing to validate. Right. It shouldn't themselves. have to take you telling me that I'm valid. Motherfucker, I already know I'm dope. Ebony said, and the key word is for that day. Like, you're only going to be popular for that day. You know what I'm saying? Unless you do like a, you done had a viral comedy skit around it or a viral video about you snapping about it. Because even then, like even from this, the ex-girlfriend that said, you know, the young man had hit her or whatever. She shows up to the memorial. And people are, and the fans treated her like shit. Threw her stuff out. Told her they didn't want her there. And it's like, damn, like, it's video of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's not her, her fault, though. And it's, like, it's not. But they feel like she, he has a bad name because of her. How about he has a bad name because what the fuck he did? He did to himself. Right. And, right. And, or his reputation. But, like, think about why do they even know who that girl is? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you that? How are you that in the know to know when she shows up, you can pick her out of a crowd just that fucking fast because of who she was associated with. But for years back in the day, I didn't know what LL Cool J wife looked like. Facts. I didn't know what some of our, you know, our biggest rappers who they was really dating. You knew Biggie was dating Faith because they was both popular. What was Chris Brown's girlfriend name? Karuchi. Yeah, Karuchi got put on shit just for being Chris Brown's girlfriend. And that's what I'm saying. Like nowadays, being a girlfriend is also leading the bookings. Like just because you booking the bio just for being a girlfriend. I think people just be so thirsty to be around people that be around other famous people. But see, that goes back to being intrusive. Like, why do I give a fuck what Chris Brown girl look like? Why do I give a fuck what uh, who Rihanna like boyfriend is? Like, right. why do we give so much of a fuck about these people's lives? Why are we so intrusive on people's lives? So when something happens, we're the first person to say, "Oh, look!" Or I want to be the first one to point that out. Mm-hmm. We we want to be privy to so much fucking like information, fam. Like people are. This is like the new drug. Like when people. Or were selling drugs back in the day to support their families or try to get make that quick buck. This is what it is now. Yeah. So the so you saying that the the new dope game is the internet. Internet. 
Instagram primarily. Wow. Uh, my boy Ricky said people like like to worry about other people's lives instead of living their own. Because other people's lives are maybe what more important. Like, and this ain't even a shot at the at. This is not a shot at fandom. You get what I'm saying? Why are you zooming in? No, bro, my arm was getting tired, bro. No, oh, bro, like, I just didn't like the way you was like, you know what I'm saying? No, my arm got tired. I didn't like that shit. It my just felt the way. Um, it's all good, Rick. Um, but not to shit on, like, the super fans. Like, you got the Beehive. Rihanna's Navy or whatever. It's not to shit on them, but it's like, you see the super, super, super fan? I know a couple wanna of know, them. Want to know way too much. I know a couple of them. Follow way too hard. As a fan, now I get being a super fan, like, cause you know, shit, back in the day, you had your posters, you know, you knew about different, you knew when a video came out, you knew when a CD came out. These people nowadays but know that, when. That's one thing about having the posters, being a, being a fan, but now they want to get the, they want to do, and it's not wrong getting merch, don't get me wrong, but they want to yeah. know when the baby was born, they want to yeah. know the christening time. Right. You know, Motherfuckers know when Beyonce got a motherfucking stomach ache. Oh, she was sick on the third. So that's why she ain't really do like. How the fuck do you know this? They know her cycle period, like like, and that's what I'm saying, like, and that's not just her, like, you know, you got people who follow, like, celebrity, like any celebrity, super hard. But I'm not gonna be that sick over a person that doesn't know me or wouldn't give a fuck about me. Like, I'm not gonna do it. See, hold on, I already got some, I already got some Beehive members. I'm not shitting on y'all, nor coming at anybody in the Beehive. I don't want no smoke with the bees. Y'all good, Man, okay? Smoke, kill bees, or I'm, I'm good. Bees. I'm good. My point is, that's an intrusion. I think that causes some of our more favorite celebrities to tighten up. Like, you don't get interviews from some of your favorite celebrities because of this reason. Facts. And then you got the other celebrities who feed off the shit, who give you every fucking thing, because that's what keeps them on top. Mm-hmm. So there's, like... You you're looking for the happy medium. I think with this with this and being intrusive, there's no real happy medium. Like you you can probably catch a person that's like a mid card celebrity, and they'll probably reach back or you know something like that. But right, being being super sick over somebody that you really don't know, spending uh-huh. all these tons of money and attention on somebody for a brand, like yeah. That's I mean, support is support. But, I, I'm not mad at you. Support is support, but I'm not even mad at you buying. I'm not mad at you traveling when they got a show. I'm not mad at you supporting with shirts. I'm not mad at you for doing the things that a fan does. But I think the the to want to be in the know, like, damn, why the fuck they ain't do that? I think that's when it go too far for me. You know what I'm saying? But hold on. Jacqueline says people seek attention. Oh, people seek acceptance, validation by creating false realities and obsessing over people online because they're not happy with their actual reality. I'm not going to say all that. I can I can understand that. I get I get it, but I don't think it has anything to do with their cuz I know some very successful Beehive members. So it's not like they had a sad life. They just really love this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Shamika, you know, Beehive member says, "I don't need to know faithful but Beehive member, but it's nice to know the information." Yeah, but that's coming. Why do we need Shemeika. to be privy to that? Shemeika, like, that's light coming from you. Uh, Shayla says a lot of people are unhappy in their own lives. I think there's 
I don't like that narrative. Why? Because I don't feel like to be a fan, you have to be unhappy in your life. I don't think I don't think people who are, who obsess are always unhappy. It's like saying that all people who commit suicide are depressed. Well, choose another scenario, bro. Because I, <laughs> no, because I, or because I'm okay. not gonna be happy and commit right, suicide. Let's, let's switch it. Mm, you would think people are happy. I don't. I don't know. That's a bad example. Let me think of something. Yeah, I was say, bro. Pick, probably pick it up. It's like saying all rich people are happy. No, that, no, that's good. That's good. That's good right there. It's like saying all rich people are happy. And that's why I don't like the narrative that just because you're obsessing or you become a super fan means that you're unhappy with your regular life because shit. You could just really like the product. You got to be ha- you got to be a thing. you got to not be living a sad life if you can travel to wherever Beyonce is to do <laughs> to see a show for her and go sh- go see two three four shows in Thank you. in different cities. Different cities. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Supporting and obsessing are two different things, true. And I'm only using Beyonce is because like right right now she's the she, biggest. I think she has the biggest following. I think she has like, by far. I think she club. has the biggest fan club. Unless you start talking about like soccer players and LeBron, like you start going to sports. Mouse. A Mickey Mouse up. Mickey Mouse clubhouse. Shut the fuck up. Uh, shout out to Rika Ray. She says people feel. Like the more they know about the famous person, the more they feel validated, or the more they feel to, connected to that person. To be in the know or in the in crowd, people that know people become famous just by knowing someone or being connected to them. That's true. Uh, Juan says some people feel that they've grown with that with these people because they their life in the public eye and they get attached to these people. Now you know what I will say that because if you know if you whenever you catch on to an artist before somebody else. And you kind of see them come up, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden everybody on them. I think there is that sense of pride, like y'all niggas late. Y'all don't know shit about this. Kind of how I am, I am with Eric Bellinger. Right. She says she's not talking about the fans. Maybe it's envy. Shamika says speaking on B, she's very private. Probably the most private celebrity. That's true. She puts out there what she wants her fans to know. And y'all, when she put it out there, y'all grab y'all grab at it. So then you know you start. I understand the. The super fan of, I think I was on this before y'all. And then, oh, Kayla said like LMA. That's a perfect example. This booed up shit got everybody acting like they knew who she was. But apparently she been out. Uh, booed up been out for about a year or two. What? Before, booed out came out like 16, 17. That's funny as a bitch. Like November, October of last year. So that, so And it's just now hidden. And that's what I'm saying. So like it's like we as the fans like. I under, we should be privy to some things. Hold on. Jacqueline says, I mean, I'm traveling back home to Cleveland and to Houston to see Beyonce, but I'm not one of those people obsessing over whether or not she updates her IG. Cool. Shamika says, so are y'all super fans of the Avengers? No. I am. I wouldn't say super fan, but it's good to be in the know of what's going on. That way you can follow what's what's happening. But I, th- I think no super fans. Where you going dressing up in the face paint? Like, but even okay. So even them, that's cosplay. That's a whole comic book culture. See, that's a. They, culture. they even have their own jargon and genre. Like, it's a culture. I'm like, what the fuck is cosplay? That's but freaky as fuck. To be fair, I do think there is a similar to those comic book heads. Mm-hmm. It's similar to the Beyonces, the the Beehive. I do think there is a connection. It's, Hold on. It's, 
Is what's called deuces in here? Yeah. We're deuces. No, he left. He left out. Go get deuces because he's a geek and he's part of geek set. I'm gonna ask him. I gotta ask him that question real quick. Why, why you wouldn't do that? I think is but well, one is fictional and one is reality though. Right. Okay. So, so Sharika says I felt like that about LMA. I've been on her L- LMA, right? I guess. So. LMA. L- all right. LMA. Ellen. Ella. <laughs> Little Ella. Um, I've been on her, and now people are going crazy over her. I feel like she, my cousin, and now y'all just knowing her. That's funny as a bitch. Hold on, here, bro. And it is good to be in the know. Hold on, wait. Hold on, let me back first. I think it is good to be in the know, but it's one thing to be in the know about a spoiler or about a storyline. But I don't. I no. Is I. I. Mm, I don't know. What? No, he just he just reading what we're talking about. So. You on? Yeah. Okay, so is there a simil- is there a similarity? Hey bro, you a hoe. I hear you over there. That's why your ass is trying to get close to me and shit. Don't be gay, bro. For I I got filters too. Alright. Um, do you think there is a a similarity between people who like are in Beehive and the comic book head world? Coming from somebody who is both in music and a nerd. Or geek. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely is a similarity to it. So you talk about just like the the following, right? The following, the want to the need to know, the wanna be in the know of things happening. Cause I, I get that because I think in in a sense, I do want to know like what's gonna happen in Avengers 4. I do have that yeah. thirst for knowledge. Yeah. But I don't think I would I don't think I would go as far to be super intrusive, like to where I'm gonna hack a computer or I'm gonna come up with a, like I don't know. Nah, no, it's definitely it's definitely uh exactly like that. Really? Because you gotta think about like okay. the okay. like the people that want that information. Right. They're constantly looking, trying to hack into like you know what I'm saying? Even remember I think maybe it was Avengers One. Okay. When they had the first leak and then they was like leaking like storylines, plot lines and everything like right. that. Those are people actively searching for that. Those are oh. people that's there. Those are people that's going like, oh, I'm I'm going to spoil this for everybody. So I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna search for who's gonna be the villain or who's going you know who's gonna die here and things of that nature. So and, you know, and that was the that was like a lot of the hype on the last Avengers. Everybody okay. wanted to know who was gonna die, and the right. people started leaking leaking the things and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it get crazy out there. Okay, all right, thank you, brother. Yeah, I no appreciate doubt, bro. appreciate you coming in and and. I, Cause I felt like it was a little different, yeah. but now that I, you know, what I'm saying I see what you're saying. Cause even Shamika was like, a fan is a fan. Y'all went in on people who wasn't real fans. I didn't go in on nobody who wasn't real fans. I just feel like I wasn't trying to be intrusive. You know what the difference is? To me, I'm not trying to jump into Chris Evans' life yeah. to try to find out no information. Well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not watching Robert Downey Jr. Like, hey, nigga, make a move. Yeah. Well, I there, dare I mean, you. there's there's a there's a big difference between fan and fanatic. Okay. Yeah. That's I think that's the that's the line where it's at. Because if you a fan, that means you just rock with somebody. You like what they do. You are gonna support everything they do. When you a fanatic, that's when you obsess obsess over somebody. Uh-huh. So now you are trying to dive into their life. Now you now you become the defender of a person. You know what I'm saying? When they do personal shit, you know it's like oh Chris right. Evans. You know he's the, he's the best husband ever or whatnot. And then when somebody oppose you. Then you damn near about to get in a fight over Facebook comments True. because a nigga. That, so that's the difference between a fan and a fanatic. A fan just appreciates the art. Fanatic goes crazy wild with it. Thank you, brother. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Yep. Be blessed. Hey, y'all reaches. Y'all reaches large too. Just want to let you know. Some cat came up to me the other day. Was like, bro, I was listening to the sweats and suits, and I was like, 
man, that voice sound familiar as fuck. <laughs> and that was the episode that I jumped in on last time. I was like, yo, that's, oh, okay. that's dope as a bitch. So, hey, man. Yeah, y'all niggas, y'all niggas doing y'all thing. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. But, you know what I'm saying? Basically, I think I think we do. I think there has to be something that goes on with this change in the culture of wanting to be like. I think we're so privy to so much knowledge that I think sometimes, even as comic book fans, whether you're a fan of Beyonce, it's a way to. It's possible that you can go too damn far. You feel me? So, but thank y'all for joining live, man. Um, again, just one more announcement, man. July 27th. Again, we just announced that we are going to be the host of the Meet Me Halfway comedy series show in Racine, um, July 27th. July 27th is the first. What up, LaShonda? Um, is the first, uh, what is, that's the first day, July 27th. August and September will both be announced because, I, like, right now we're in talks of maybe having to do them in somewhere different. But thank y'all so much, man. Thank y'all for the support. We're nothing without y'all. We're going to end this live now, catch that full episode Monday. Um, probably have some more information coming out soon. Uh, dope shit, man. Thank you again. Much love. I would have never put that together. My bad. I wouldn't have either. But yo, I want y'all to. I don't want y'all to feel. Like we was going in on fans, super fans, or whatever. We were trying to find a contrast and correlation between the two. Right. On how. Know, certain people will freak out, pass out over if they meet certain people, or True. why they go above and beyond for people that don't know them. Mm. Mm. Very dope. And sometimes you might not want to meet your heroes in real life. No, you can meet your heroes, and that'll fuck you up. And they might just turn around like you're a dick. Like, okay, so let me ask you a quick question. What celebrity you think that you want to kick it with, but real life is an asshole? Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. Like, what celeb do you think is just gonna disappoint you? I would say Mike Epps. Really? Mike Epps or Jamie Foxx? I thought Jamie Foxx in my head. Well, either Mike Epps or Jamie Foxx. I don't think Mike Epps would. I think he would. I think. I think Jamie Foxx for sure. I can see Foxx before I see. Yeah, I can see Foxx before my guess. But... Answer this in the uh, Facebook group. What celebrity do you want to meet, but you think is going to disappoint the fuck out of you? Like. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. yeah. Like, you really think about that. Like, you want to meet these people, and you want to be so privileged to their knowledge, and what if they're just, like, really a shitty person? Like, think about how many people really wanted to, like, kick it and get to know R. Kelly. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> or like how many people loved OJ and wanted to be around OJ. Like think about this like think about how disappointed like you are to find out your stars are like that. Or just, just shit, Bill Cosby. I've heard stories about how Bill Cosby was an asshole. Like I never heard nothing. Like Keenan Thompson. Really? When he did Fat Albert, he said he was not expecting he was like, I thought it was gonna be way thought it was gonna be way cooler. You know, you you see him, you see his persona, you think, oh, I'm meeting Cliff. He said, no, nah, build different. Damn. You know what I'm saying? You got to think, you, you want to meet the actor that you grew up with or the persona that you grew up with, then you right. meet the real person. Like, True. And that's true. why I gave that advice when we was at the podcast panel with uh, 
I'm sorry. Good yo. news. Yeah, good news. And also uh brunch with best. Brunch with best, yeah. Like remain valid at all times. Like remain yourself. Yeah. Cause you don't want to meet that person or meet one of us in real life. I'm like, yo, that ain't who you portray to be. Portray to be right. Like I, I always, like, I always want to remain right. valid. Um, you got any shout outs this week? I want to, uh, you know, hell any- yeah, shout out to the plug for putting us shout on. Shout out to Shit. the plug for putting us on. Um, just some happy news out there, man. Egos and opinions got their event going on this weekend. For sure. Uh, they got a meet and greet with Sue Surf. So the battle rap fans know how big that is. Man, shout out to Weave, man. Much I want to ask who his connect was. Much love to Weave. Much love, like he, you know, he might be able to get on stage with Sprit. So man, much Smit. love, much love to y'all, man. Hope y'all have great events. I'll probably end up talking to him at some point. Uh, shout out to Everyday Media with Dooch and them. They got the space downtown. Um, for sure. And, Everyday space. Everyday space. I don't know if that's what y'all call it for real. But, but you know, space. everyday space. We got some space every day. Shout out to them. Uh, who else? What else is going on in the city? Oh, the uh, next music battle is going to be Technical Five versus Seventy Two and Ten, July Fourteenth. Mm. It's next. No, I'm gonna say next week. Two weeks. Lord help. Three weeks. Two or three weeks. Um, two. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks from Saturday. Um, five to nine. You know how I go, y'all. Stop missing these music battles. I'm telling y'all. Take five. Versus seventy two and ten. If you haven't been anything that we done plugged or promoted, you miss it out. Dead ass, cause we we done done some shit. So we um, moving. What your vibes uh, is like this week? Oh shit, man. Um, there's been a lot of music that came out. I've been playing a lot. All right, of- so so real quick, Nas album. What you think? One out of ten. I ain't sat with it like that, but off of first, first listen, like. Yeah, and Cuddy. I ain't heard Yang Cuddy. Uh, you heard J Rock? No, I gotta sit with J Rock. I ain't heard J Rock. But I heard I heard the J Rock might be the album of the year right now. What about the Carters? Did you hear that? First listen, it was straight. One out of ten. I liked it better than Nas shit. One to ten. Six. You think they dropped it just because Nas dropped his? Probably. Just to still be petty or keep that ongoing rivalry going. Scale of one to ten. But Jay Z had some bars I was fucking with on there. Scale of one to ten. How excited are you for Tiana Taylor album? A negative. Why? I've been waiting to hear some. Like, I liked her first album, but I'm just I'm not beating down the door to listen to. I'm I'm waiting for her to get her shot. So it's like her first album was nice. Yeah, but I'm waiting. But it ain't blow like. And I ain't know niggas sleep on that because her first album was yeah raw yeah yeah. If I had to, I know she could sing like that. Nas album, I give a six. The Carters, I give a seven. J Rock shit, I give like a nine. To me, I felt like Nas wasn't rapping on the beat like that, or it wasn't really that. And Ye and Cuddy ain't shit but singing. I was looking for more creative. It felt like a Cuddy album. I was looking for Escobar, fam. Yeah. And I ain't, I just got Nas here. Um, I got, I would say the Cuddy and Ye, I give a six. Because I, I really like Reborn. I really like that song on there. So I really fuck with that. My opinion um, might change next week if I sit with it again. Um, besides that, I just been, you know me, I listen to old shit. And, uh, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of P-Funk. I binge watch Gotham. Because I think P-Funk means pussy funk. Yeah. Make my funk the P-Funk. I want to Porn Dexter, is that what that mean? Make my funk the P-Funk. We want the funk. funk. Mm. Gotta have that funk. I thought they were talking about that, that funk shooting up out of there. You funny as a bitch. But uh, you watch Gotham, I just, re- I just finally watched the- Caught up on Gotham. I dare. I just watched the first and second season of Daredevil. 
Really? Been missed out on damn I was mad I missed out. Yeah, I didn't know. Then I, I rewatched the, the the Defenders and all that shit made sense now. Yeah, I'm about to I'm I'm a, I didn't watch I never watched the Defenders. The only thing I watched was Luke Cage. I gotta watch Black Lightning now. I watched Black Lightning. Black Lightning was dope. Don't tell me. I binge watched Black Lightning. I gotta watch Black Lightning. That was fire. I only um, ain't watch it because that's Khadija's boyfriend. I think once you get that out <laughs> well, your head. I can't head, get over that. that. That was something that, that, that bothered me at first too. But once you get that out your head and you realize that you, you can live with it. You can okay. live with it. And the daughters is like they dope. So you can live with all the characters on there, I think. I like Khadija missed out. That's funny as a bitch. <laughs> she could have been with Black Lightning. She could have been like um, Soft Rain or something. The NBA drafted today. You know what I'm saying? I don't really give a fuck. I don't know nobody I don't but Trey Young. Yeah, I don't think nobody gonna beat the Warriors any fucking way. Um, the NBA drivers like new rappers. I just don't know who they are. Tough questions. Where LeBron going? Quick. L.A. Okay. Where Kawhi going? L.A. Paul George. Stand put. Ooh. Didn't expect that. All right. Stand put. All right. Got any cut the check? Any GoFundMe's? Go Fummies of the Week. Uh, if y'all haven't heard already, um, like I said, we did support a, a dope event this past uh, Friday or last Friday. Um, Balls to Fight Cancer, very dope cause. So uh, look up the information on Facebook, IG, you know, wherever social media outlets are. Uh, just get into the charity if you haven't donated already. If you can, donate anything, anything helps. So Balls to Fight Cancer. Oh, you got a Cut real the check. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that was a real no cut the check plan. Right. Um, mine is gonna go to the family of the baby that got slapped by the priest. I don't know if you've seen the video. It's, uh, I don't know if I should laugh. Or, dog, okay. Like so. I'm, I'm gauging. <laughs> let me. I'm gauging. <laughs> scenario. It looks like it's a christening and the baby won't stop crying. Mm. The old priest is like holding the baby's face, and at first I'm like, "Why the fuck is he grabbing the baby face that tight?" Like, even he, he's grabbing the shit out the baby face. First of all, one red flag. As a parent, I would have been like, "Yo, let him go." But then he slapped the baby, fam. Y'all would have beat your ass. Look up, look up. Church. Priest slaps baby. I can't look at that because I would have be, man. I got a daughter, and like, even imagining that shit happening to my daughter, I'm hollering. Or even the shit going on when they separating these kids from their parents at the border, like. Oh, I can't look at that shit. Some shit, yeah, some shit is harder to look at, but I'm telling you, it was it was funny because the priest was looking like, <laughs> what the like, what the fuck I do face, like baby crying. I said to slap the baby, like, mm, no, nah, like, bro, I would have came across that baptism. So oh, bad. bro, I, it would have been smoking the church. I'd have brought the devil to that church. Mm. Devil is not you. welcome here. Everybody want to go to heaven, but nobody want to die. I'm telling you, you gonna die today. Man, my man, like I was looking at the dad, like fam, how is the baby still in the wife's arms, fam? Bro, like, let's let's hurry up and go to the end because I'm been holding on this fart. For oh my god, dog, like I'm gonna run niggas out of here. Well, so what's the letter? I'm sorry, bro. I couldn't. So what's the letter in this podcast? Let it whip. <laughs> let it whip. Oh my god, I'm gonna eat a Chicago sub. What is wrong That's with what you, bro? Just let it whip. Listen, man. Sweats the letter in Uh mm. Sweats the letter in Suits Podcast on IG. Sweats the letter in Suits Pod. Oh, shout out to um the Awakened Soul, man. Our boy Hayes. For sure. Um, I we did. For having us on the show. We did his show. That was very dope. Thank you, brother, uh, for having us on. Hey, <clears> if you haven't listened, make sure meal. you go listen to, man. Come to the mill. You'll fit right um, in, bro. 
Uh, Dad's Talking Shit is another podcast that show, uh, showed us a lot of love, and they're live more recently, man. You know, hopefully we get a chance to kick it with them and reach out to them as well. The shout out to all the support, all the re. If you ever retweeted, if you ever reposted, if you ever liked, left a comment, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank we definitely you. appreciate it. Um, Sweats and Suits, Sweats and Suits podcast on Facebook. Like the page, uh, join the group. Sweats the letter in or Sweats and Suits podcast. Like, rate, and group. subscribe. Answer the questions. Like, rate, and subscribe. Leave comments. Um, Everything you can do on SoundCloud, man. Shout out to, again, uh, I just want to give a shout out just to the Drunken Knights, man. My boy. Uh, Praise God. Brother to the night. Uh, he, he's super consistent in showing love. Me and him have talked about our episodes multiple weeks. Uh, much love to him. Uh, shout out to all our sponsors. Um, again, What Do You Need a Gym For is now an official sponsor of Sweats and Suits Podcast, as well as The Poor Men's, as well as uh, Sinclair Photography. Much love to y'all, man. Thank you so much. Uh, e, what you got? Uh, y'all know my slogan, stay connected to the source and everything else becomes a resource. Keep God first. Uh, advice of the week, don't hold your farts in. Uh, it causes kidney failure. So uh, let that shit out, just like other things. Uh, other than that. And you know what? This key was actually inspired and sent to us by YBO Cody. He, uh, he was inspired to send me a key, and he, he blessed me. By saying this. Greatness doesn't come easy. You gotta finger it first. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, I'm out of here. <laughs> Greatness doesn't come off. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.